everyone, and welcome to another episode of Brandon's Face, the podcast about a playlist. I am Jonathan Beardsley. As always, I'm joined by my co-host and Australian music aficionado, Brandon May. Brandon, <laughs> how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm do- doing great, mate. <laughs> um, so we already have a lot more to cover than I was expecting. I said it would be kind of a dead week, and I was dead wrong. Yes, you were. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, some real good albums that I'm very excited to get into. But before we get into all of that, please like and subscribe to this video on YouTube. Like us or follow us on Spotify. And you can also find us on Instagram at Brandon's Face Pod. You got anything you want to add before we get into this? Just uh, just our website, Brandon'sFace.com. Ah, yes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Brandon'sFace.com. And we also, I think, just added a release calendar to that. Did we not? It has not been added yet. It has not been published yet, but it you will be. son uh... of a bitch. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll be up tomorrow, my man. So my guys are telling me it'll be up tomorrow. Hopefully <laughs> it will be. I'll let you guys know about that. Um, all right, let's get into this, buddy. First up, we got Royksop with another single featuring Becky Mari, This Time, This Place. What do you think of this one? Absolute banger. Yeah, I I loved it. I th- Go for it. I have, I hear a lot of, um, a lot of the same elements that Feed Me puts into his music, into, into this song. And I, I just, I love that. So. Yeah, it feels like a less chaotic version of that for sure yep. uh they're they're just masters of what they do this is a fucking seven minute plus epic that leaves you wanting more i don't want to listen to any more singles though if they release them i think i'm ready to just get this album in full when it drops and experience it that way what do you think same it's kind of like watching two trailers for the same marvel movie you don't want to do that man you're just gonna ruin it for yourself oh my god and now trailers like the final trailers like four minutes it's like i get the whole fucking movie now thank you right yeah um, I, don't, I don't i don't watch those so i'm down to not throw <laughs> any more workshop singles on here um waiting for the album it's shaping up to be really good man yeah i've loved everything i've heard so far i'm really excited for that one same. Okay, moving on. We got Tritonal and Haleen with another one you threw on here, Losing My Mind, the Paul Van Dyke remix. What did you think of this? So I threw this on because Paul Van Dyke is a fucking legend. Um, Agreed. And uh, I mean, I, I don't I don't follow Tritonal uh, at all, but, you know, obviously, you know, I've heard their name. Uh, but this uh, this is just this is just masterful trance, man. This is exactly this is exactly what I want in a Paul Van Dyke remix. Yeah, it's modern, but it still feels like classic PVD. It's his ability to transform a good house song into a great trance song is just super impressive here. Did you go back and listen to the original at all? I did not. I did. it. It's actually pretty good. You should check it out. I will. Um, I'm just a huge Paul Van Dyke fan. His uh, 2003 album. Why do I forget the name? All of a sudden, now I got to look it up. It's uh, the one with Crush on it. Forget the name of it. I don't know his album names that well. It's you it's an older one. Know better than me. It's an older one, but it's he's so an absolute good. legend, though, man. Um, just he's kind of a slept on name now, or a Reflections. little bit more forgotten about. Reflections, of course, of course. Now that you yep. say it, it's like a dumb moment, of course. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Legendary artist. Just sadly, the era of trance is long gone, but it's cool to see him still have like the ability to crank out a hit like this because I enjoyed it. Yeah, this was definitely a good one. 
All right. Next up, we got the Afghan wig songs you said you were going to throw on last month for me to hear. I'm sure you want to know what I thought of them. So I'll get into it. And simply put, man, this band fucking rules. Like all of these songs are great. I threw their entire discography onto my listen to next. Uh, They just have like a palpable soul in their music that's severely lacking in a lot of genres right now. And his voice is just fucking magnificent, dude. Isn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's great. Um, Something's Hot was my favorite of the ones you added. I'm hoping the new single leads to a new album. Uh, Thanks for throwing these on. I like them. I'm so glad you liked them. Uh, That piano uh, towards the end on Something Hot is just so cool, man. Yeah, that's that's probably the moment that made that song stand out above the rest. That's just insane. I actually like when I heard that I clicked the album because I was like, when was this recorded? And I was like, this feels so ahead of its time. It's it's crazy. Ninety five. Yeah. No, that does not sound like music that was made in ninety five. That would have blown nineteen ninety five minds brain man what was i right nine years old <laughs> jesus christ well so the lead singer uh of the afghan wigs is uh, greg dooley i think that's how you pronounce his name maybe dully um him and mark uh lanigan who unfortunately just recently passed away um was uh in a band together they were in a band together called the gutter twins which is they only released the one album great I think name. it was like in yeah fantastic name <laughs> i think it was in like 2003 or something like that um Nope, 2008, Saturnalia. Um, and oh my goodness, that album's fantastic as well. But I really wanted to introduce you to the Afghan wigs. I'm glad you liked them. I, I tried to throw something on from like every era of them. And I mean, noticed. Yeah, yeah they, uh, they they get it. So I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited to dig in more. I'll definitely let you know what I think of that album in full when I get to it. Sick. All right. Next up, we got Silverstein with their new one, Ultraviolet. I thought this was a good single. It's really catchy, has the classic scene song, blueprint of verse, chorus, verse, chorus, breakdown, bridge, chorus. Uh, oh, yeah. It's good, even if it's a little predictable. I'm just hoping they avoid tracing Chen, tracing trends, uh, chasing trends on this next album and just focus on doing what they do best. Did you like it? So, I mean, yeah, it's a catchy, it's catchy as fuck. How can you not like it? It's, it, it is, it's almost like it's engineered to be really good. Um, a beautiful place to drown, which they released in 2020 was, mm-hmm. um, it was a little overproduced, man. Um, I agree. I still loved it, but it isn't the discovering the waterfront hardcore screamo band. You know, they still they still do that. Like Shane's voice, he still screams. It's just not the same. There's 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 a lot of layers added to it. Um, this one is kind of following that same trend, but I really liked this song. And I mean, I'm sure the album's going to be kind of similar to A Beautiful Place to Drown, but hopefully they uh, they blend in a little bit a little bit more of that rawness from like discovering the waterfront and um, uh, when broken is easily fixed because those are you know. Those are, Those are absolutely classic <laughs> albums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we get just anything in the vein of that. I'd be happy. Uh, we'll definitely throw their new album on when it drops. It's called Misery Made Me. It's out on 5-6. Love it. Yep. Okay. Next up, we got Deb Never with another one, Crutches. You know, I'm always happy to see Deb Never release some new music. Right. I'm still listening to her EP from last year on an almost weekly basis. Something about her music, man. I just love it. This is another great one. What do you think? Yeah, another great indie pop, man. Love it. 
yeah um next up this one is one that just blew me away uh denzel curry with zatoichi featuring slow tie he's just in a whole different stratosphere right now when it comes to making music you never really know what you're going to get with the denzel release but if both singles are any indication it's going to be an album we'll be talking about for years to come this track it just puts him in a great spot to showcase the many things that he does well he floats over this laid-back drum and bass instrumental with ease it's just beautiful to listen to we still don't have a release date for the album yet but we'll post it on the release calendar on brandonsface.com as soon as we do i'm guessing you loved this one. Oh, oh yeah this is yeah. uh <laughs> i'm really stoked for this project man because this is more of a project less of an album in my opinion i think that he i think that he's really going for it and i uh absolutely am here for it me too me too uh i listened to zoo today so i'm very 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 excited to hear this one in full nice okay next up we got kalani little story i'm gonna go out on a limb and say you didn't like this one am i right <clears throat> it's very pretty it is not my jam <laughs> i know you so well. uh i <laughs> thought it was okay it's very measured very ariana grande ish not one i'll be revisiting until i hear her new album in full whenever that drops but it had some really nice harmonies and strings in it that was about it yep Okay, next up we got Goth Babe with the Santa Catalina EP. You want to talk about this one? Um, you know, we we covered. I think it was running around. Um, we did. Uh, I think last week or the week before, or something like that. And mm-hmm. um, this is an EP. This is the first EP from Goth Babe, um, and uh, it's only three songs. Uh, I really want an album from this dude. But this is really good synth pop. It's got this beach rock kind of vibe to it. Uh, Injured Summer is like really subdued and slowed down. And it's 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 not my favorite. I like driving south and running around better. But it is still good. I just I just want a full length album, man. They, they, he seems to he seems to want to go in that direction. Maybe he's just too busy surfing. Maybe. And if he is, then God bless him. But uh <laughs> I, yeah, I enjoyed the the EP as well. I had the same two standouts. I didn't really connect with Injured Summer too much, but Driving right. South and Running Around were both good. Has a, uh, dare I say it, chill wave vibe to it. Oh, you dare. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know I'm not a big indie fan, but these ones didn't feel like a chore to get through, so not bad. No, I think I think they have the, those kind of beach rock elements that kind of make it um, more, uh, more John, more, uh, John friendly. Yes, yes. If only all artists considered making their music more John friendly, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> um, I'm really interested to hear your take on this next one. Uh, we got Swedish House Mafia and Sting, I think, in sample credit only with Red Light. What are your thoughts? Exactly what we needed in 2022 a Sting and Swedish House Mafia collab. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether I'm being sarcastic or not. And that's kind of, yeah, a, I was going to say <laughs> this one's hard to read. Um, I, oh, man. I'm not feeling it. It feels very club focused and it's got a good baseline, but I don't think the vocal sample from him really adds that much to the track. I'm I think it detracts. Excited. Yeah, I do too. It's a little bit messy and this whole album rollout has been kind of messy, like dropping the whole, 
symphony version of one in the middle of the singles, dropping two singles, two or three singles really close together and announcing the album and then going silent for months. It's very, is this an album song? We don't even know. Like, it's kind of weird, but I'm excited to hear it nonetheless. Well, whoever had uh, Sting and Swedish House Mafia collabing on their bingo card just Pro- just you know, pro- probably probably boosted their confidence a little bit. Yeah, I, I, one. I did I did like the I did like the baseline. It's good. Uh, the 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 Roxanne samples are unnecessary. I agree, <laughs> and I love Roxanne. Fantastic! I, oh, song. great song. I listened to that song a number of times after listening to this because it it made me just either get the taste yeah, out of your mouth. It made me either want to listen to Greyhound or Roxanne and that's a weird feeling. <laughs> I'm not going to chase that one. Oh, I don't blame you, man. <laughs> okay, next up we got Stephen Bodzin with uh some remixes from Boa Vista. All three of these are excellent. Maceo Plex kills it as always. Every time. I think my favorite of the group was the Boris Breccia remix though. Yeah, man. Um that's Definitely a track that you would be headbanging into oblivion to live like you did during that Boys Noise show we went to together. Um, this was all really good. I super agree. Uh, he released the Boa Vista uh, remix album, and uh, I kind of just skimmed through it and threw on my favorites. And uh, Boris Breccia is uh, a very interesting character. Have you ever heard his music or seen him DJ? No, this was my first exposure to him. Alrighty, I'm going to go ahead and throw on the show notes the uh, Boris Breccia um, Circle show, uh, Circle oh, set yeah. he did. Uh, it is uh, very interesting. Uh, he wears a really interesting mask. Um, you'll, I, I think you'll enjoy it, though. I highly recommend anybody listening to check the show notes uh, on wherever you're wa- uh, listening to this or watching this and uh, take a look at that video also. I agree. Um, I'll listen to that tomorrow, actually, on my drive. Do it. Okay, next up, we got Atlas with Waterbug. This beautiful son of a bitch, man. Everything <laughs> about this song is just perfect. It's it's a surprise that he still hasn't released a great album, at least in my opinion yet, but it's got to be just a matter of time. He's too talented not to. And this might be one of my new favorite songs of his for sure. He just, he pushes the boundaries. He kind of just like messes. It's like, he's, he's like, he's playing piano around everybody doing a DJ set. You you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) That's a great way of putting it. That might be why I'm so drawn to it. It's he's, it's so weird, man. It's, it's so good. It's so interesting. It's so different, uh, but it's still the same. It's, uh, it's good shit, man. I really, I really, really enjoyed this one. Yeah, it was really good. I I didn't even notice that it had come out, so I'm glad it came across your radar. Yes. Okay, moving on. We got Rain City Drive with their new song, Dreams. So I threw this one on here because I saw my buddy Anthony had worked as an engineer on it. I'd never oh, heard cool. of this band before, so I had no idea what to expect, but I was pleasantly surprised by it. They sound kind of similar to like Hands Like Houses or Too Close to Touch, that like early 2010s pop rock emo sound um but it's good really catchy what do you think this sounds like a band that is growing out of emo and putting out a really well produced song interesting okay i like it i really enjoy it for sure i, I was wondering how you would respond to it um it was and I, yeah i didn't poppy. want to tell you that <laughs> yeah like 
I was like, this one will probably seem random if I don't give him some context, but I was like, I think this music is just really good. He'll enjoy it just regardless of anything. Yeah, I did really enjoy it. I knew that there was going to be some context to it, but I didn't ask because, well, we're live on the air, y'all. <laughs> yeah, no, like, sadly, I don't get to discover as many, like, up-and-coming bands as I used to, like, 10, 15 years ago. I just, I don't have the time, and it doesn't seem as easy, so... Um, it's really cool because he works with a lot of up, up and coming bands as well as well established bands. But whenever he like posts a new artist that he did an engineer mix for, I definitely check it out because it's a really good way to discover new music. Well, really good job on this mix, Anthony. <laughs> he didn't mix the song. He engineered oh. it, but well, really good job the on the engineering. The, yeah. Great job on the song. He wrote, recorded he <laughs> the vocals. He did everything on this song. Can we say uh, that? <laughs> no they did great um i'm excited to hear more music from them after this for sure yeah i also clicked follow so good good all right next up we got russ what are y'all i'm really loving this run that russ is on he made the song he made this song a few hours before it came out which is why it wasn't on spotify on new music friday initially because it had to clear that you know that uh little few hour processing window that they put it under sometimes yep it's crazy that he made it like the day of and it still sounds more polished than most of donda <laughs> um did you like this <laughs> don't get me started on donda it's all right let's get started on donda too um <laughs> uh i did not uh let me let me tell you why it sounds like he made it a few hours before he released it um, not in the mix and the master, but more on the flow. It seems like every other song I've heard him rap over, it's it's really like um, it just kind of fits. And I, for me personally, I didn't think that this one fit. I liked the lyrics, everything, everything about this track I really liked, except for his flow. So that's fair. That's fair criticism. Um, I'm sure he'll be releasing another song this week for you to criticize. So we'll see if that one hits you. Probably. I like, I liked the other ones. No way. The <laughs> me too. Me yeah. too. It, yeah, I do. It's funny. Like I said last week, um, I'd only like like one song of his a year on average. And now I liked two and now three in a row. I guess I've just like morphed into an actual Russ fan and need to stop thinking of it as guilty pleasure music and just music. I like, I suppose. Right. Um, Okay, moving on. We got Dom Dalla with Mansionaire. We got a Flight Facilities remix of their song Strangers. I just think that the dance music scene is a better place when Flight Facilities are a part of it. Their right. last album was great, but the remixes they've been putting out these past two years have just been incredible. And I'm really enjoying them. Yeah, this was great. It was very Flight Facilities, and uh, they did a really good job with this one. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what's next from them. I It's kind of hard to imagine them being one of those groups that ever does like an album every two years, but I would really fucking love more new music from them as more new music from them as soon as possible because they're exactly. just they're in the zone right now. Everything they're making just sounds quality, man. Yeah, they're really killing it. Okay, next up we got one you threw on here just a couple days ago, Florence and the Machine with a new one, King. What'd you think? Um, I am going to sit with this one before I really put an opinion out there. I, I've listened to it a handful of times and I'm not entirely sure that I really like the lyrics as much as I 
Let me ask you this. Are you a fan of her? I saw or the her. Group? I saw them live and her voice is just enchanting, my man. Um, and I love her voice and I love their music. Um, and this instrumentally was a good song. The lyrics kind of threw me off a little bit, but I can, I can, I, I, I did enjoy listening to it. I agree. Um, our notes are almost exactly the same and they're both brief because we only had a little bit of time to process this one. Her voice is right. always good. And the instrumentation in the song, especially in the back half is really good. There's like a grandiosity to this song that I really like, but you're right. The lyrics eh, haven't really hit me yet, but do we know if this is the beginning of an album rollout or just a single? You know, I don't know quite yet. Um, I haven't, I haven't even, I just saw it kind of pop up on my little notification bar and said to myself, uh, I'm just going to throw this on without listening to it. And then I listened to it and I'm glad I did. So you're going to spend the night scouring the Florence and the machine Reddit. No, I think I'm good. Pages for, for details. I think I'm good. The upcoming album. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We got one Gene Dawson with one called porn acting. I have no idea who this guy is, to be honest with you. I, this song popped up on my recommendations last week, and I just thought it was interesting, so I threw it on here. I kind of like it. it. Reminds me a little bit of Dominic Fike. What did you think of it? Um, interesting. I thought I thought it was interesting. I'm not sure that I have an opinion quite yet. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those songs that it's when you're hearing it for the first or second time, you're still kind of processing it and yeah. that's why it's appealing. And then it's just like a song you've heard and you just move on with your life, but it, it's good for what it is. Right. Okay, buddy. I am very excited to get into the albums. Are you? Yeah. Let's, let's jump right in my man. Okay. We got one. We've both been anticipating for what feels like, I don't know, six months now, mom jeans, new album, sweet tooth. I'm going to let you go first on this. Oh boy. Um, pop punk is not dead, sir. Um, this is a fantastic representation of where the genre is right now. Um, where it kind of really always has been, um, this, uh, what, what I mean by that is I think pop punk has always been dominated by bands who are young, um, meaning young in their discography. And, you know, you get, you get bands like all time low and they release like 12 albums or something like that, but nothing's ever really going to come close to, um, you know, coffee shop soundtrack and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. dear Maria count me in and shit. So, uh, this is their best work of music to date. Um, I've listened to all of their music. Uh, and, uh, I think they've put out two albums before this and this is their best one. Um, they, uh, they just made it like really fun to listen to, man. It's got everything. It's got glittery emo guitars, storytelling lyrics throughout the album, kind of tying, tying everything in with something sweet and uh, teeth at the end. Um, it's got those classic pop punk power chords. It's got the classic pop punk drum fills, chantable choruses, uh, well-crafted bridges. It's, it's, this is some of the best emo pop punk. I don't really care where you guys, where anybody puts it. I've, I think I've heard in a, in a long time, man. I gave it a 10. My, my standout was anime theme song. What did you think? Man. Okay. We both are, are on the same wavelength here for sure. I, I think that this decade is just so far has been so full of manufactured nostalgia. And it was cool at first seeing the, the music scene I grew up in coming back into the mainstream in some way, but it all felt fake. Machine Gun Kelly, Kenny Hoopla, Willow, Olivia Rodrigo. 
it was all just pop stars cosplaying as rock stars. <laughs> and this is the first pop punk album in years that's felt authentic to me. And we both grew up in the golden age of pop punk, so we can hear the influences throughout this album. Newfound Glory, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, Blink, of course. And they don't really recycle riffs or ideas from that era to get to that sound. They just do it through great songwriting and, un and an understanding of the genre that not a lot of bands have, to be honest. There's no skips on the album. It's not a concept album, but they do keep a pretty consistent lyrical theme throughout most of it. The songs flow together. None of them overstay their welcome. Some of the lyrics on the album hit me maybe a little too close to home at times, but <laughs> I think that only makes it better. This one was everything I was hoping for and then some. I think it's great. I give this one a 9 out of 10. What's Up was my favorite. What's Up is a good one. Oh, fantastic. I love yeah. that one. I don't know, man. Anime theme song just reminded me. Um, I don't know if you ever listened to a little band called Farewell. Mm -hmm. They have a song called 88s, and that kind of opening guitar theme on anime theme song. I mean, I had to listen. I had to go back and listen to Farewell. But then I, I think I listened to this album like eight times, including twice today. So... <laughs> Dude, it's fantastic. And anime theme song is my second favorite on the album. Beyond having easily the best song title on the album, I think it it's single material. They maybe should have rolled it out a little earlier because it's, it's a fucking great song. It's a, it's a good song, and I'm kind of glad it was stuffed into the album the way it was. So, Man, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the the counter argument you know you want to be surprised too but i do think it's easily one of the best songs on on an album full of great songs for sure okay let's talk about another album full of some great songs we got conway the machine with god don't make mistakes so if you follow us on instagram you already know how i feel about this album because i keep posting about it it's fucking incredible uh you and i were recently talking about how benny has kind of been the one in Griselda that we connect with the most. And I don't think this is just my favorite Conway album to date. I think it's my favorite Griselda album to date. Everything about it from the ground up is just top notch. The production is excellent. The way he operates with such confidence is just masterful. And he coasts through like the first three tracks with this mob boss like mentality before kind of pulling the curtain back for I think what we needed, and that's a closer look at who he is, I needed the album to be somewhat autobiographical to like connect with him on a different level. I needed to know his story, his personality, and this did that for me. Um, I Everything I learned about him on this only made me want to root for him more, you know? Yeah. And stylistically, this album doesn't trend chase at all or try to distract you with big name features. Everyone feels carefully selected to be where they are. The thought that was put into putting this album together is more evident every time you listen to it. This is one of those albums that probably won't get universal critical acclaim, but I think I'm going to be listening to it for years to come because I really like the way it sounds and I like the way it makes me feel. I'm going to give this one an 8 out of 10 for now. Tear Gas is my favorite. What do you think? So um, this album was surprisingly emotional. Um, yeah. I really, I really didn't expect to get hit in the feels so hard. Conway, the machine, um, <laughs> homie just poured his heart out and into this album, man. And 
God, he, you know, he's right. You rarely hear uh, gangsters talking about loss, mental health, stress, or the emotional aspects of the life. They kind of feel they're forced to live. Um, hearing uh, that Heartline flat uh, flat out at the end of the album was really fucking wild. Really just kind of tied it all, tied the whole album, tied the whole project together with a cute little bow. Um, there's, there's a couple of skips for me. Um, I didn't really like uh, Drum Work that much or Babas. But okay, I may fair. come to like those tracks on uh, subsequent listens, and I also gave it an eight. I actually gave uh, "Stressed" is my is my standout. Um, but it, it's it, like you said, man. It's it's an authentic album. It feels very just authentic, and that's you don't hear that a lot in rap nowadays. No, no. Yeah. And in terms of like picking a best track, it really is just whatever your mood is during when you're listening to it. Cause there's, there's days where Guilty's my favorite. I really like him on kind of a brief light beat like that. It works well. There's the piano love with like the haunting alchemist piano. Yep. Really dark shit that I think a lot of people are looking for. Tear Gas feels more like a Rick Ross song than a Conway song, which might be why it's my favorite, but fantastic album can't wait to listen to it more and i highly recommend it to anybody that hasn't heard it yeah yeah it's a good one for sure okay next up we got earth gang with ghetto gods so every earth gang release i've listened to so far has been really hit or miss for me they're incredibly talented rappers and lyricists but their eccentricities can often get in in the way and kind of distract from their talent but when they're on, they're phenomenal. This album is easily the most on I've heard them. It's not full of giant hits, but it's not full of duds either. Sure, they could have trimmed like a song or two, but for an album that's almost an hour long, it moves along at a pretty fast pace. I don't have a lot of in-depth notes on this one yet. I'm still kind of processing it, but I think the obvious standout is Waterboys with Jid and J. Cole. It sounds like they're all trying to top each other, but having fun while doing so. Other than that, All Eyes on Me has kind of been the other track I find myself going back to a lot. This isn't going to be an album of the year contender, but it surpassed my expectations, and I'm really enjoying it so far. What were your thoughts? I thought I was oh. going to hate this. Sorry. Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Nice. Yeah, I think that's deserved. Um, yeah, I thought I was going to hate this, man. I do not. Um, it is trap music. You've got that... Arpeggi- those arpeggiated hi-hats, the clap snares, it's it's generic in a number of ways. And I think there are, like you said, a couple of skips, but there are some really great moments on this album, man. And again, uh, surprisingly emotional in a lot of ways, although they like to have fun with their emotions instead of, you know, uh, yeah. talking about how stressed they are. Um, it was honestly good, man. I listened to this one again today, and uh, I... I I, re- I really I really like it. Again, I really didn't think I was going to like this one. Um, but it's it's a good one. I gave it a seven. Uh, I also liked Waterboys. Yeah, uh, I didn't throw any of the singles from this on, if I remember right, because I was very hesitant on if I would even throw the album on. But when it came around and I like I skimmed it a little bit, I, w- I was just like this. I'm getting a good vibe from it. And I think it paid off in the end. Uh I'm excited to listen to it more. Like I said, it's it's really cool to fucking get like a cool mini Dreamville posse cut with Waterboys. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be hearing that one for a while to come. Yeah, man. 
Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Next up, we got the biggest Blood disappointment of 2022. Time wave zero. When does the album start? Oh my God. Brandon? It needs to end is what needs to happen. Look, man, it's an ambient album, right? And I, I enjoy some ambient music. You know that I love weird shit, right? But for a band that put out easily the best death metal album of 2019 to follow it up with this is entirely disappointing, man. Um, there's a couple of cool moments on it. They, they do some neat is synths. There? Yeah. I, I like a is couple, there? I like a couple of the synthy moments. Uh, they really oh. get into some cool stuff. And, and like, uh, I think it's third movement, um, is, is the one that I, I almost liked, but look, man, I was, I had even texted you. I was like, bro, I'm about to throw some death metal on. Like I'm, I'm ready for heavy and just, like I was, I was so deflated. I was so deflated when I when I actually put this on, and I was like, "Wait a second, is this the right band?" And it is. Uh, what you have to respect is to put out the best death metal album of 2019, and I'm not exaggerating. It was the best death metal album to come out of 2019. Was and it the fall- best death metal album of 2019? Chris? I'm not exaggerating. It's not hyperbole. It's very, very okay. good. Um, and, uh, to, to follow it up with this, you got to have some big balls. So at least, at least there's that. Sure. sure. I, I, I gave it a one. It's not my jam. If I want to listen to ambient mu- music, I'm going to listen to Aphex Twin. Like there, <laughs> I mean, I'm with you there. Uh, I, <sighs> Jesus, man, I'm disappointed because you texted me and was like, I'm about to throw some metal on <laughs> Um, and I, like you, I just don't listen to ambient music at all. So I got nothing from this. I was Ron Swanson at yoga with Chris Traeger or whatever the (laughs) fuck it was. Like, I'm sure it takes skill and talent to create this, but there's just not much musicality to it. Uh, it reminds me of that scene in forgetting Sarah Marshall when Jason Siegel's character is explaining that all crime TV music is just ominous tones. (laughs) That's what this is. It's exactly oh, what this album is. I also gave it a one out of ten. No favorite song. Yeah, I didn't have a favorite here because there's not. It really sounds much like stuff. Third Movement was your favorite. There again, man. They used a pretty cool what I what I think is a Moog synthesizer. But again, I mean, I, sure. I, I, yeah. God, now, was that I O Third Movement or E A Third? I O. I O. Look, man, oh, uh, ne- next week, ju- just just so that you can. Did you go back and listen to the album? Oh, I yeah, too? no, I went. I went and listened. Yes. It's good. No, it's really good. It, I was like, <laughs> is like, it's very weird that I was like, what was Brandon expecting? Because I had to I had to know once you text me, you text me that it was ambient before I listened to it. That would have been better because I feel like I probably would have gotten two to three songs in before I realized it wasn't an intro to something. Right. Like, so, <laughs> it just so sounds sad. like an intro to something better. So sad. Yeah. That, that's a big dud. Uh, um, for anybody listening, please go and check out blood incantations album from 2019 called the hitting, the hidden history of the human race. It is very good. Yes. Oh man. Let's I'm, move I'm, on. 
I really don't want to, Brandon. Let's do it, my man. Okay, so last up. Are you like punishing me for throwing some good rap albums on here this month? De definitely not. Okay, we end this month with the new Dashboard Confessional album, All the Truth That I Can Tell. I'm going to jump in, John. Do, have you always hated Dashboard Confessional? Like, are you just not a fan of him or are you not a fan of his hat? Are you not a oh, fan? Oh, no, of... no. The, the look didn't come about until recently right. when he went with that look. No, I didn't know. I know nothing about the guy himself. Uh, no, he's he's literally it's not like a hatred. I, I, I play that up for this, but I know I think that it's I think he's a one hit wonder. I like or two hits, I guess, in my case, hands down and vindicated and I'm out. I don't need more than that. Interesting. Uh, I just I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy his vo voice. Um, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know how to tell you, but I, I'll get into my notes on it. They're a little more predictable. I'm interested to know if you ended up liking this after all the shit I'd talked about it. I know. I know. I, I withheld. I didn't text you whether or not I liked it before uh, before this. And, and I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. So. All right. Um, I enjoyed this album as a fan <laughs> of older dashboard. He brings back an older sound. Now, here's the deal. If you don't like acoustic emo music then you, you you you're you're just not gonna like this album right i'm secondhand serenade kind of guy okay that's that's fair right um can i can i interest you in a bright eyes um i hate bright eyes too okay well see now we're getting somewhere man um look i like he, the spill canvas what does that do for you that's that's not that's not all okay. all acoustic but okay that's why so, i like it so here's the deal, man. Dusk and Summer and uh, a mark, a mission, a brand, a scar um, and uh, the pieces you have come to fear, the, the places you have come to fear the most and Swiss Army Romance. I mean, these are all pivotal emo albums that I mean, I really liked when I was getting into um, some of the softer sides, uh, some of the softer sides of music. And um, in 2018, Dashboard put out a, an album called Crooked Shadows, which completely just flipped everything that they had ever done. It's my favorite dashboard album and I know it would be yours. Uh, you'll probably never give it a chance, but I highly recommend you do because it is very good. Uh, my wife and I listen to it all, all the time. I, I own the vinyl. It's the only dashboard vinyl that I own. Um, and it is nothing like this new album. I enjoyed this album because of the lyrical content. If in, I sat down and listened to all of the lyrics and what I really liked is that, he there's no there's no made up shit this is clearly he's writing about his life and um i liked it look it's not gonna be anywhere near my albums of the year list um i actually gave it a, a six um because it's not it's not it's not amazing but i enjoyed it i, I probably won't revisit it but i like dashboards so yeah, that's fair i'm I was hoping you would hate it. I wanted I know to you hate did. something I know you... with you. It's so fun to hate something <laughs> with you, but um, that's fair. I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I had low expectations going into this. One, I knew you were going to hate this. I, you needed to hear it, though. Yeah, but it failed to even meet those, in my opinion. I'm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan of his. So my reaction to the album is not very indicative of how you and his actual fans feel about this album. I found 
very little about it enjoyable just the way he sings is like nails on a chalkboard to me like this sounds like arc spire to me like there's no difference it's all just noise <laughs> there's a um, little bit of a difference there no difference no difference at all uh <laughs> the only thing it really had going for it was that i listened to it after a fucking ambient album so i was just happy to be hearing <laughs> something even slightly melodic as bad dying. as I thought it was. I'm uh, dying. Like, I wouldn't really say I had a favorite on this album, Brandon, but uh, the one I hated the least was <laughs> Southbound and Sinking. I'll give you that one. Okay, yeah, that's that's my standout, I too. gave the album a 2 out of 10 because that, that Blood Incantation one reminded me what a 1 is, and I guess Dashboard, <laughs> as much as I hate him, he's not, he's not the bottom of the barrel. I challenge you, sir, to listen to Crooked Shadows and tell me you. And and if you don't want to, you don't have to. But I am going to challenge you. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw it your way. I'm not going to put it on a playlist. I'm not going to do anything like that. If you if if you if you trust me, listen to the album. You you you'll be surprised. I'll put it on my listen to next. And if you hate the first song, just skip it. Oh, I will. I know you will. I promise you. I promise (laughs) you I will do that very, very fast. (laughs) All right, man. This was fun. Yeah. We got, it looks like another busy week coming up. We already got some stuff I'm excited to add for next week. You got anything you want to add? What albums are dropping this week? Uh, We got, thank you for asking that. We have... Benny with her lychee EP. I think Bob Moses, but you made me question that last week. Um, Klingstoff with the Ocean View EP. That'll be Ooh, really good. Yeah. Rez and Subtronics are dropping a new song called Puzzle Box. Khalid's dropping a new song called Last Call. Joey Badass is dropping a new one called Head High. I'm not sure what full lengths are dropping, but I'm sure there will be something we'll end up breaking down. And if there's not, we'll throw some stuff on there. Sounds good to me. Well, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, everybody, and uh, go check out our website. Yes, please. Music by Anthony Reader. Have a good night. Peace. Peace.